0: Hey, 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 welcome back to the Bite the Apple podcast. My name is Eve and welcome to my garden of Thoughts, You guys, this week, I'm super excited because I have Ms. Portia Michelle, who is an, a literal light into my life. Um, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, I cannot tell you how many times this person has fixed my crown and reminded me who the fuck I am, you guys, Portia is a podcast host, speaker, energetic practitioner, and peak performance coach who empowers impact-driven leaders to unlock their nature, gifts, and overall essence, thus amplifying their access to the impact that they really want to make in the world by building business practices suited to their individual geniuses, heading companies that they really love running and living lives that they actually fuck with. like She makes sure that business owners are not working for their business, but their business is actually working for them and everything that they're manifesting you all. So I, I told Portia, like I, on this topic, she is helping me work through this personally. As you guys heard in episode three, you heard it in episode four. Like I, oh no, you heard it in episode four and episode five. I essentially quit this year. Like I was done with it. I was over it. Um, I went through some traumatic business experiences, and I can honestly say, like, if I didn't have Portia by my side throughout all of this, like, traumatic, it, like, messy middle, as Lisa Vollier would say, then I don't, I seriously don't know if I would even be back now, but I'm so glad that I am. So Portia, I want you to tell them a little bit more about you, what you do, and all your greatness.
1: Ah, Eve, I love you so <laughs> Introduction. It is my pleasure to stand beside you and to reflect back to you the brilliance that you are in all of the ways that you've been brilliant for me and also in my business. Um, like I, y'all, like you said, my name is Porsche Michelle, peak performance coach um, for executives, impact-driven leaders, coaches, and spiritual practitioners. Um, I have really enjoyed the blessing of getting to hold folks through what it is. To have a business that they fuck with, that makes money, that um, that is in a reflection of the impact that they want to have on the planet. Um, I've gotten the privilege at this point. I was literally sitting here before we got on this podcast like, How many businesses? And every time I do a new masterclass, every time I get new clients, the number adds. But at this point, it's been hundreds of businesses over the past couple of years, particularly the past couple of years that I've been coaching in the business sphere. Before that, I was a life coach for over 10 years. So I'm used to holding people through um, the unimaginable, the high highs, the low lows, um, and, and really having space for what it takes to maintain the person through all of that so i'm a peak performance coach and what peak performance really means for me i know a lot of people look at performance like it's just um profitability or like it's just productivity um but for me it's really about how are you performing at the highest level of your expression Highest level of your brilliance, highest level of your grace, the most embodied, connected, um, spiritually attuned access to yourself that you can have. Um, And I get the pleasure of really helping people to be able to amplify that for themselves and to build that into the way that they work their business practices. You would be surprised. How many people, especially in this year, like to speak to what you were mentioning earlier around wanting to quit, like you would be surprised how many people build these huge, beautiful, profitable businesses and they hate running.
0: That was me. Like I literally had people asking me like, so you're not making, like you're not hitting your goals. Like you're not making money. I'm like, no, I'm doing all that. Like the money's coming in, all the things are coming in. And I was like, but I still, me and you had the conversation because like, I can't even count. Like, I feel like, especially when we first started hanging out together, cause if y'all, she's my friend in real life. Like we friend, friend. <laughs> and I can't even count the number of times where we were at like co-working sessions and you're like, mm, Eve, I really think you need to think about if this is what you want to do. Eve, is this what you want to do? Eve, are you happy doing this? And each time I remember like, yeah, like, are you crazy? Like, of course I am. Like, do you get to see all the things I'm doing when it really boiled down to like, I was not there. Like, Mm -hmm. I was not there at all.
1: You, I mean, you'd be surprised. (laughs) What we can do and what we should do, or maybe not even should, but what would be the greatest amplification of our joy are often very different things. And I think people like us, and people like the people that I serve, particularly, it's why people ask me, well, who, who do you, who's your target audience? It's impact-driven leaders. I like the hands that prepared it, right? The people like us who want to help, we want to serve. And because we want to help and serve, we learn all bunch of different ways to help and serve. And we can do a lot of things. So it's like, well, what should I be doing? What's my thing to go and do? Because I can do these bunch of different things really well. Um, but is it bringing me the joy? Is it bringing me the satisfaction? Is it sustainable? And we have so many conversations folks have around like um, sustainability, business sustainability as coming down to like strategies and tactics and pay taxes and make sure you have, you know, the right internal operation system. But I feel like one of the biggest pieces people miss about business sustainability is that if it is not bringing you immense joy and satisfaction, it will be difficult to maintain doing the hard parts for a long period of time, period. Period. That's just that's just how it is. And there are parts of business that are going to be challenging. If you're only ever in the challenging, right. <laughs> are you going to want to keep doing it? Are you going to want to keep coming back to this? And particularly if it's your God work. Right. And I think Eve, you're one of the things I love so much about you is that you give your all your heart and you throw your 100 percent at the people who trust you enough to hire you. It matters to you. And I think it matters to a lot of people. And when you're trying to do that work without the joy, it's like it sucks the life out of the whole process. What's the point?
0: Oh, yeah. Remember, like, what was it like a few months ago? when I was telling you, I was like, yeah, Adam says that I work around the clock and I don't, you were like, you do, you do, you, you don't ever turn off. And like, I didn't actually think about that until probably four months later after you and Adam had both told me. And I really had to sit back and I was like, wait a minute, this feels weird. Not working all day, every day, having calls at 4 a.m. Cause that's what, like, that's the stuff I was doing. And I was like, I don't want to wake up at 4 a.m. and do this. Like, this is not what I want to do. And I think another thing, like when you're talking about your people, I think it's important for them to understand like your special people of those neurodivergent entrepreneurs and the different battles that they might face versus other entrepreneurs who are very, you know, black and white. You deal with some very unique people like you deal with the wolves. And that's a whole different breed.
1: Oh girl, let me tell you. And, and just in general, let's let's just let's let's just tell the truth here. All the coolest people are neurodivergent. Let's just be real. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just let's just be real. We send love to the neurotypical folks, but like when I I deal with people, ninety percent of the people that I deal with, either from the spiritual realm or the business realm, are some of the most brilliant individuals I've ever met. Truly. And they have the kind of intellectual property that's light years ahead of where we are at this current moment in time, either spiritually, mentally, emotionally, where they have this idea that's light years ahead. Most of those people are moving through some version of neurodivergence, right? heavily add lots of autistic folks and lots of folks in general who are just navigating a different reality of space like some of the most heartfelt people that have the desire to coach and change the world is because they've processed large-scale trauma their entire life they have a different set of needs when it comes to what business needs to do and particularly even my spiritual practitioners like you know, no shade to the you know the paper salesmen and the pen salesmen of the world, but your business model needs to be different than the person who is talking to spirits three quarters of their day or who's sitting in front of people going through divorces minute after minute after minute after minute and having to then hold and deal with the emotional space of what that takes on the other end. That's just a different model. I think service providers at that level and the people that I deal with They've got different challenges, and and all we know is this like late stage capital industrial system super exploitative business model that they're trying to slap on top of their god work, and that don't work.
0: Right, and I think, and it makes you
1: feel unfulfilled after a while.
0: That. That's like literally what I was about to say. I feel like I got nothing out of it. And I know, so like me and you were talking, I was like, dude, this coaching stuff, that is you. Like, if people want strategy and they want to plan and they want to know how to do the things, I am your girl. Like, you guys, I literally have on a t shirt right now that says, Fuck Google, ask me. Like, I mean, hello? I live by that. And when it comes to real self discovery and figuring out how to, really make your spirit work come into your business, I think that is where you step in and everything becomes so beautiful. So I do want you to like dig deeper into that and explain to them what exactly is the self-discovery work? What is the spirit work? And how does the strategy and You know, the planning it out come all together because for me, I'm still working through that as an entrepreneur. I know a lot of people are where you're trying to get yourself together and you're also trying to get your clients together. And it's literally work. Like, I don't even have another word for it. Like work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: okay. pieces break them on down. One, I think we should be in some shared vocabulary. I am of the belief I'm a true millennial. True millennial. We are here to shake it up, revolutionize it, do all of the the things that are necessary to have a life that we hella fuck with. So we start there. I want a life that I hella fuck with. I want everybody that works with me. I want every entrepreneur and business owner to think through what is a life that I fuck with heavy. And everything has to work itself in that. Your self-care, the way you parent your kids, the way that you're in relationship with your family and your business needs to work itself into a life that you fuck with. you got to start there and realize that um, there is endless amounts of creativity and support in navigating the experience of having a business that fits into that life. It really comes down to two different kinds of strategy. There's business strategy and problems to solve. Once you get down to the root of how you want to implement a business, but most of us are running a business plan that does not give a life you hella fuck with. You're running a business plan for somebody else's business. First things first, you got to go right here internally into yourself. You have to go into a moment of self discovery and really ask yourself What kind of business do I want to be running? What size? What do I want it to feel like? What do I want it to look like? What kind of impact do I want it to have? And really take the time to look at where your life is right now, where it fits in right now and where you would want it to be one year in the future, five year in the future, 10 year in the future, and then reverse engineer your way back and go, okay, if this is the business that I want to have, and these are the impact that I want to see, and this is the way that I want it to feel, where do I need to start right now and being the person that can hold that business right, right. there? That's like base, base, base level beginning. And then from there, go deep within yourself. Sit in meditation, sit in reflection, and figure out who the fuck you are. Things I don't think that people realize is that the oftentimes for most people's business, most people's, not everybody's business, because different business models are structured differently, but most people's business, and primarily the people that you know are at, at the sound of my voice right now that I'm talking to. The CEO is the most leverageable asset in their business. You are your most leverageable asset in your business if you were if if you ran a business that was around making copies for people you would constantly be thinking about the copy machine right you'd be making sure it's got ink you'd be dusting that thing off if you knew it was the thing that was the only way you were going to be able to make money you would maintenance that copy machine day in and day out to make sure it was running at its fullest capacity and function maintenance yourself with the same gusto and energy so it is running at its top level of maintenance and function the first step of that is stopping long enough one stop what you're doing long enough to hear your own thoughts. right? Get into a space of stillness. Every religion in the world and spiritual system talks about the ever small voice. Uh, the, the whisper in the ear, even Oprah talks about Lord, let you know pay attention to the pebbles before it becomes a brick, right? Stop long <laughs> enough to hear your reality to give yourself space to go okay. What do I want life to have happen? And what do I want to be a part of that in, right? And who am I really? Who am I really at the root and at the core of myself, Right. And answer that question internally for yourself first. And then, like I'm always going to say, be in community and get support. So start looking for all of the ways in which you're desiring to discover yourself. If you have a little twinge for astrology, look your chart up. If you get excited about, you know, someone's told you about human design and you're like, oh, let me go try that out. Look the stuff up. See what starts to titillate you. The way that spirit communicates to you is through desire and joy. The things that you desire and the things that you're excited about are often the exact medicine that you need. We just aren't so used to turning off our desires when we're trying to strive for something big that we think that that's the, the right way to go. When it's honestly the opposite energy that you should be looking for. Chase your joy. Chase your joy. Chase your interests, particularly around the things that help you discover your brilliance. And then I would say, next step, I know I'm saying so many things. Oh, no,
0: right? you go, you next go. Step. All of this.
1: Next step is once you've gotten down to yourself. Once you've taken some time to discover yourself. And I want to make be clear about this. Modalities, self-discovery modalities, there's a million and one out there. The ones that I love, to be specific, I love astrology. I love human design. I love um, numerology life path number. I love the Wealth Dynamics platform. If y'all aren't familiar with Wealth Dynamics, it's $97 for that test. Paid $97, you want that test. Um, I also really love understanding um, feminine hormone cycles so that you start to get an idea of what your energy is. It's like month over month But there's a million and one different discovery ways That you can find to discover yourself Get some support and really let it use you Use it like an anchor To kind of help you drop into something And then get started really discovering yourself The point is to start to discover yourself How you work How best you handle stress How you grow What matters to you In uh, regards to satisfaction How you feel loved What supported feels like in your body? What success feels like in your energy, particularly if you are of the neurodivergent set, particularly if you have dealt with large scale trauma, understanding what's going to happen when you win, looking in your life and going, am I actually ready to win? And do I need to source additional support for that? First, go within yourself, take yourself on that ride. Then next, start looking at what are the things that make me unique above all others? what are the things that are particularly Eve isms? What are the things that I do differently than anyone else does? And what are the things that matter most to me? Um, In regards to how I deliver them, are you somebody where every single time someone comes to you, they're just wowed at how much detail you're able to explain about a subject? Are you a fantastic teacher? Do people sit in front of you and instantly you're able to articulate a concept that's huge and make it small for them so that they can be able to take it and run with it? Are you super magnetizing? Do people just want to lean in and look at you when you're talking? Are you super introverted, but you're able to deliver super detailed plans so that people can then take that plan and run with it? Are you better on video? Are you better on audio? Um, do you do really well in a group like a Kiki, like a you know a podcast situation with multiple people? Or are you someone that they really just want to have you on a screen moving forward? These are worth discovering. These are the pieces we're starting to pull out. And every single one of these really exists like uh, the first couple steps of a lot of different paths that will help to lead you towards understanding your operating system. You want to understand how you operate in your business and how to make your business leveraged, crafted um are architecturally designed (laughs) to support and amplify your operating system this creates sustainability this creates a business that you can maintain in its ebbs and its flows and its ups and its downs it creates a business that allows for a lot of failure without you feeling like a failure in it right right
0: i love it yes like, I feel like I need snaps, claps. <laughs> right
1: now. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I could talk about this all day long. I just, I, w- I want people to have it. And I want people to have the joy. And I want them to know that they're worth it. There's just so much in our society right now that tells us that like, oh, well, you got to be Elon Musk or, you know, billionaires are miserable or, you know, when you, when you everyone knows people who have all the money and are just miserable and everybody knows people who have seemed to have a lot of happiness but can't seem to get the money code y'all those two pieces can be brought together and to be fair they're lying to you trying to pretend like you know putting a master class funnel is the only way to make your way to to that reality when really there's creativity out here and by knowing what you do best you are withable in the market Right. And I mean,
0: the model that we're all trained to follow, like, let's be real. Most people, when they're starting a business, it is going on YouTube, doing all the free classes you can, modeling this person, modeling that person. Like, I have a client right now that I literally had to tell her, like, love your coach, love that person, embrace everything they have to say. But like, they are not you. You cannot do the same thing as them. And I think in your realm, that has to be the same, that like something has to connect in there where that's the same, where this model that we're learning from, we're learning from people that are not thinking like us. They're not feeling like us. Like you said, they don't have the same interests and desires as we do. And we're stuck in your words, not mine, this dinosaur model of, like what we should be
1: absolutely absolutely and some look unpopular opinion hot hot take <laughs> give me the tea <laughs> people, out here, people out here calling themselves coaches are content creators at best let's just keep it a book yes. and
0: what's their look portion coming, <laughs> coming for them heads today i love it because it's facts yeah. it's such facts all the love all the love,
1: but most people are fantastic at their marketing struggle at delivery, period, period. And most of the reason why they struggle at delivery is because they are content creators at best. Some of them are fantastic consultants. But what a consultant and a content creator does is go, this is how I did it. So let me give you my formula. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a great place to start in the beginning where you're at with your business. But eventually, you're going to have to go, what is my work? Your blueprint is as individual as your fingerprint. It, your business needs to feel the same way. And I want folks take the courses, be with the coaches, pay for experts, Who have an expertise in something that you know you don't have an expertise in, but bring that fang to your inner altar and go, what can I take that's a fit for me, and what should I leave behind, and understand that in any any person that calls themselves a coach is not going to say this is my way that I you need to do it and it's the only way that it should be done. And if they're doing that, that's immediately how you know that you're not a coach. How I know that I'm a coach is because my job is to be able to get you from point A to point B. That is a coach. The ability to be able to pour into you so that you have the ability to get yourself from point A to point B. And I think you'll get to a point where you've hired all of the consultants and you may need a coach or a mentor or just the ability to be able to stop, take all the information from all the free funnel, the YouTube classes, the books that you've read and go, OK, what is my work to do? What am I going to own? What are the pieces that I'm going to take into my business in this next six months, play and try and get data for, and then go back in the next six months after that, make some adjustments and make a new plan that is
0: integral to me. Yeah. Cause it's more than the offer. You are like, it's so much more than your offer.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely absolutely and it, and it's so much if, if you know you struggle with offers get an offer coach get someone who's specific specific to that and this is my piece where I, as somebody that's been in the coaching industry for years I know our industry and I know the charlatanism that is out here mad love to my girl on Instagram uh, Eva why don't you say something who does the quantum soaring leaping videos y'all if y'all not heard these videos it's like a satiric take on the business coaching industry, and it is hilarious. It is so hilarious. But it's there's so much truth there too. There's a lot of marketing in keeping you stuck. And there's a lot of people making a lot of money in making sure that you don't. No shade. Love, love, love. Ooh, Big love. Facts. Big love. Keeping you stuck. Well, you gotta keep renewing. You know, and 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 there's nothing wrong with the right parts of that. But what's wrong about it keeps people feeling like they are fundamentally uh, off because they can't do the business plan that their coach is asking them to implement. When really, that business plan probably just ain't for you, baby. Big facts.
0: Big facts. What is the number one mistake that you... Actually, I want the top three. What are the top three mistakes that you see when clients are coming into you, especially when they're coming to you as impact-driven leaders and they have this huge vision and they're able to express to you their vision, but you, they're not seeing any reward for it or whatever it is that they come to you for. What are the three most common mistakes that you see that they're making?
1: Ooh, um. One, too much doing, not enough being. They move too fast and their life is too loud. That they have cut themselves off from the ability to access enough stillness to get the clarity of their intuition to make the right decisions.
0: Oh, you should say that one louder for the ones in the back. <laughs> <laughs> turn up Turn up your computer, turn up your car radio because you should have heard that. Look,
1: and, and I also want to just say I'm not standing on a soapbox as somebody who's watched it. I've done it. I do it. I have to catch myself in it every day. Um, but most of uh, one mistake, mistake number one, people move too fast. You're doing too much that you don't make enough time for stillness to be, to get the clarity that your intuition can offer you and the discernment that comes with that. Too it's Moving too fast. Too much um, chaos in life. Chaos in head. Chaos and energy, not enough stillness.
0: That's crazy because I feel like that's my number one too. It's everybody wants something that they can put in their content. Everybody wants to show something. Everybody wants to what can I post? Where have I gone? What have I what have I done? Or what like my client did this and you gotta post your like I'm one of those people don't like I don't care about your numbers. Like those people who feel like they have to post the numbers all the time. I feel like when they come to me, those are the ones I have to work with the hardest.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Now you're running me down to number two. Ooh. Second one. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Let me tell you, I'm telling you as somebody, when I tell you I've done it, I continue to find myself in it and have to bring my own self back and turn my own self to stillness. You have your worth, uh, You have your worth and the worst. Let me say the better way of saying this. You have your worth tied up with your business. Who you are is who your business is. As your business succeeds, you feel like you're successful. And then as your business starts to fail or as your business takes a redirect, you start to relate to it as you taking said redirect. That is probably number two biggest thing that my clients come with is they don't understand where they start their business ends and vice versa. Businesses are fickle they are meant to be fickle I don't know if you've looked outside but it's a tower moment This revolutions that people keep talking about you know anything about revolutions the very first section of a revolution is destruction and breakdown we are in the destruction and breakdown people keep talking about we've been in the fuck around now we're in the find out that's really what's happening outside the rules are changing and businesses are going to need to ebb and flow as the rules change Businesses are going to need to expand, shift, redirect, um, be agile in this time of great adjustment. And if you believe that the only thing that's great about you is this business and the way that it works, then every ebb and flow feels like someone is taking a personal crack at who you are as a person. That has to be separate.
0: Y'all don't, and don't think she's just coming for y'all. She just had this talk with me personally. Like she literally just gave me this TED talk, like about my business. And so I, and I know it's true because after me and you talked, what was it last week? I literally had to sit down and I was like, dude, I really let those few situations, like, define me for a while like I literally started rethinking my whole life based off of a couple of business things that didn't work out and that's where we then like that's literally, I went back actually and I edited episode um I went back and edited episode four and I had to like explain again why I actually quit because I realized when I recorded that episode That wasn't why I quit. Like, those weren't the reasons why I quit. I quit because my business was who I was. And that's why I was working 24 hours around the clock, because I felt like if I wasn't making money, if I wasn't creating content, if I wasn't bringing in clients, then who the hell was I? And I really had to sit back. And I was like, during this time off, I'm like, oh, shit, like, you're like a good mom. Like, and you like doing things with your kid. Like, you know what? You're you're a pretty good wife. Like your husband actually likes coming home each day, and like and it, like you were talking about the joys. Like I've started recently, like getting into like more watching TikToks of like people cooking all kinds of stuff because I realized like oh this cooking thing like I I really enjoy this cooking thing like and that's how I feel like I connect with people. Like you gotta think about it. Our few, first few times hanging out, when I invited you over, it was like no I'm cooking. Like, you're like, what do I need to bring? Nothing. Let me, let me do this for you. And I had to really sit back and realize, like, thank you. I'm like, there is so, except for that one night with the tequila where I just burnt everything. There was that night on the grill outside by the pool. When I, y'all, when I tell y'all I burnt everything that night, (laughs)
1: not received the burnt tequila night so I don't even I don't even recall that night every time I sat,
0: sat in front of me and there's been food it's been delicious I'll take that because I was so dis- and even stuff like that like I had to like I had to sit back and remember like everything does not have to be perfection and the few times it's not perfection because you were not the only one who told me that about that night even Adam was like it wasn't bad like it was barbecue it was good like I ate it and I had to realize like those small things, especially in my business, they don't define me. They define a moment that I've had. And I was literally taking them personally. If a client had something that didn't work out in their business, I took that as a total slap. And it took a it's taken, I'm still working through it. Like me and you are working on something right now where I'm like, no, I gotta like prepare myself to bring this back to you because mentally I know me. And I'm still working through like, okay, if Portia goes through this with her red pen and tells me all the things I need to fix, like, am I going to be okay? Or am I going to sink like that sixth grader who just got their draft paper back and they're ready to go for their final draft? And mentally, I have to get there. Spiritually, I have to get there. Like, I've been really sitting and thinking about this project and thinking about what I want to do because I'm really trying to get to a space where I'm like, this does not make Eve. There are so many aspects to me.
1: Uh, and there, that is so, whoa. you just said a word right there. You just said a word right there. and It I was the word I you want, gave me. <laughs> but let me tell you, I think that as marginalized folks, right, as as particularly the two black women who are having a conversation on this call. Um, I I can speak for myself as a black queer woman, right? Navigating black, queer, fat, neurodivergent, polyamorous
0: name name the hashtag yeah she got a lot of spouses it's so great when it's so great when you tell Portia like come over bring your family because <laughs> they roll up like a tribe and it's amazing and the vibe is amazing so she is not exaggerating these hashtags <laughs> You were my wife said the other
1: day it really does take a village I said you know I'm a community project I'm just gonna let myself be with that I am a community project I am the statue in the community that everybody had to take a piece of to create. Let me be a mural. We'll be with it. (laughs) We'll be with it. We'll be with it. But as somebody that has all of those intersectionalities, but is living in this world that we are in that reflects back to us consistently that whatever piece of intersectionality you have is either wrong. It is different. It is off. We move with a hyper perfectionism. That is necessary for survival if you really really get down to it. Our ancestors, our parents, our grandparents, if they weren't a monochrome of whatever their perfect looked like, they really did risk death in some ways. And that stuff gets passed down to us. And it gets weaved into little stupid ways that you may not think of in the front of your mind, but it becomes an internal piece of your operating system. And if you're aiming for perfection in business, you have set yourself up to fail. And the problem with setting yourself up to fail is that it takes a hit at your resilience. It takes a hit at your inner strength and confidence, which then makes it really hard to run your business. It makes it so hard. And this is, again, I think, girl, you know, wrapped it around to number three. This is why I think i number three in regards to that point. Let's see, she's a facilitator. I love. <laughs> Wrapping it around to number three, I think the third big point with that is also folks don't stop to do their work until there is a problem. That look. This is, I think, if I could yell it from the rooftops. I have um, had the blessing, the blessing of having my face knocked on the ground with consistency, consistency. I have uh, a long, long history of joy in the face of being taken advantage of, stolen from, uh, consistently underestimated, Um, lied on. Um, The list could go on and on. And I think that to be fair to hold myself accountable, my self-worth has always has been previously in a place where I signed up hook, line, and sinker, for some of those experiences. Really it was like, oh, you want to take advantage of me? Let me give you something to use. Because my worst wasn't really there at that time. But because I smacked my face so far and so fast and so quickly, my entrance into this business game came from starting at the spiritual space. My first entrance was, okay. 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 And it came from about a really bad bout of suicidal ideation. I'll never forget. I was just writing about it in uh, this chapter that I'm writing for this book that's coming out. Um, I'm sitting at the side of the freeway, literally about to drive my car off of the freeway, literally, because I had been let go of a job. I hated. Hello? Hello. Let go of a job that I had been praying to lose. But because I had it that my job was who I was, I was what is left and after I got myself to survive that experience and you know they sit you at home with people who are like gonna watch you and make sure that you don't have sharp objects in that space I really <laughs> sat down and figured out okay I've now have a blank slate so who am I who am I really who am I spiritually who am I mentally who am I physically and and what's there what relationship does Portia want to have with Portia and then I built a business most people I run into Find this somewhere along the way after some huge business crash, or a business partner leaves them, or a client is particularly difficult, or they have to deal with a lawsuit situation. And what I want people to do is do the inner work now, right now. If you're listening to this, do it. Start now, today, not tomorrow, not when you get the book. Sit down, get centered, figure out who you are first, because then. If this is strong, if your inner beingness is strong, if yourself is strong, if you believe yourself to be worthy, worthy of your clients, worthy of the type of business that will allow you to have a life that is thriving, worthy of money to come to you with ease, frequency, um, and joy, if you consider yourself to be worthy, then resilience is possible. With your self-worth not intact, resilience is almost impossible. Every time you fall, you're not going to want to get back up. And business is about falling it's about failing fast we want you to fail quickly because it's easier to fail when the business is tiny it's much more difficult when we've now expanded exponentially <laughs> and those uh, those left and right turns are now costing hundreds of thousands of dollars rather than costing tens of thousands of dollars you want to hit the issues up front you want to to, to have those fumbles soon. But if you are somebody who has spent your entire life, and I can speak to this because this has been my life up until the last couple of years, I had spent my entire life building a life to where it was so small that nothing could fail. So that I could feel good about myself. Because the minute something was off, then I had to sit with, well does this mean that I am I'm this must mean that I am am not the, the right person for this or this one little blip must mean that I shouldn't do this work or they really don't love me or I'll never be able to uh, to hack it. Girl, I'll tell you and and, to, and I want you to hear this. And I want folks on this on this call to hear this. I come to you as someone who is navigating these spaces right alongside with you. There is no guru here. There's no uh uh you know yoga on the mountain. I'm coming to you as somebody who is moving through these spaces every day and desiring to support people who are moving through those spaces every day because there's no rule book. There's no road map. You're learning it. You're building your operations manual every single day. I was just sitting probably six to eight months ago. Devastated. Devastated because I had been what I would consider to be um, had my intellectual property sniped um, by a client that I was working with who, you know, uh, then took it, ran with it and, you know, making thousands of dollars off of it and no longer paying me. Right. Because I had not had my contracts in place the way that I needed to Right, business lessons. We learn. We feel forward. Hello. Um, <laughs> and I had not I had not really paid enough attention to the fact that I'm just found out ideas. I'm excited. I'm saying I'm the things. Right. And I I see this person start to run with things and start to make a bunch of money um, and start to set themselves up to be in the multi six figures with with the ideas that are coming through. And I had this moment of like, I'm a guppy surrounded by sharks. And my heart is in this, and I desire to help people and I want to love on people. But everybody in this industry seems to be hell bent on taking advantage of one another because that's the default setting. Can I even hack this? Can I hack this? Well, I, I, this must mean that I've, I've set myself up to be somebody who's always taken advantage of. So I should probably build a different kind of business because I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I could help CEOs. CEOs have no problem taking advantage of people. I don't know that I could do it. And I, I there was another little glimpse, a mirror into Portia. Wow, your self-worth really is tied to the impact that you can give. Your self-worth really is tied to the person that you think you can be. Wow, you really have a a fixed belief about your guppiness in this room full of sharks. Interesting. Is that belief going to continue to serve you? And is that really what you want to sit with? And after three four weeks of crying and I want to get out of my bed, my team being like, um, are you gonna work? Or is this just, you know, we're just gonna <laughs> <into> your- <laughs> like, we love you, here's a meal. But like Are you going to work? I got back up and realized, okay, I have to do some deeper work. I have to look within more. I need to do some more of my spirit work so that my business work can be a reflection of that. But every time I try to go business first without going spirit first, we come back to this same problem. It is a a spirit in a body. And then it is a CEO. That is the direction. And every time you try to circumvent that direction, we have problems every time
0: so me and you had a what a 5 hour car ride one time mm-hmm. we had a 5 hour car ride where we got like heavy into this conversation and we were discussing overall just like what our actual titles were like what we wanted to be all the things And, like, I told Portia, I was like, dude, you are, like, the aggregation queen. She's like, what? I was like, dude, I was like, you are, like, an aggregator. I was like, you can connect people to themselves and then connect them to the proper support and other people that they actually need. And you just, like, when you were talking just now, like, you were talking about that time that, like, you... Felt like you fell on your face and this was around like the same time and i remember us going into a room and we were in a room full of only ceos like me and you were like quote unquote the help that weekend <laughs> like we were and like i remember sitting in that room and being so just overall like intimidated and then by the time me and you left that room I remember like some of those CEOs coming to me like, yo, let me get your information. Let me I need to talk to you. But I also saw them completely flock around you and your brilliance and how you just I don't know the word. But like your spirit just flows into CEOs and your spirit flows into these people. And I want to just take a moment to like a hundred percent acknowledge that because I have seen you and what you do and the magnetism and like not just what you do with me, but like what you do with others. Like you and I share a client right now, and it is like amazing to me that like you have even one I appreciate your transparency like a hundred percent But like, also just amazing to me that you still have to go back and you still have those moments and you still have those feelings and you say like, okay, I had to pull myself back out of it. But like, what can you, what can you give someone listening right now that is in that moment? Like, how do you pull yourself out? What, what does the work look like for you? Is it a weekly thing? Is it a daily thing? Like, what is your routine to get yourself back like how do you and i know it's not going to work for everybody but maybe you'll give them an idea of how to do that work for themselves and what are the signs like is there a checklist to check the fuck out of yourself
1: look absolutely one i have to tell you that we can change my life change my life and change my business that word aggregator changed the whole game so brilliance recognize brilliance one um two i would say there's absolutely absolutely codes that help to support this. I think part of what makes me someone who folks can trust is because I'm relentless with my work and I keep looking and it I, I don't look at myself like a problem to solve. <laughs> I look at myself like an ecosystem with consistent ability to be able to maintenance. Um, and something I would say to really start in um, is a conversation around self-care. Now, again, I roll, everyone's like, self-care, self-care. <laughs> One of my favorite clients, Kira Buckley is always like, I heard her on her last week heart check say, once you're done with the baths and the wine,
0: <laughs> right. you know,
1: there's, there's something available after that.
0: That's how I do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> baths and wine all day particularly if you're not giving yourself anything start with baths and wine but once we can get past the bath the wine the massages the you know the nail appointments you want to care for yourself at the level you're going not at the level that you are hear me again you want to care for yourself for the level that you are going to, not at the level that you are. You should rest like the business is already flourishing. You should, um, sl- you should eat like the business is already flourishing. How would you be taking care of yourself? So first things first, again, particularly with people who are in this and you're in it, you're, you're looking for an answer. Stop. Stop. You're likely doing too much. Stop. Get still. Get still and make time to listen to whatever is there until it's done. Because if you haven't been paying attention, it probably has a lot to say. This is a perfect time of year for that also. You know, the earth is slowing down. We're moving into winter. Get
0: winter. Oh, yeah. Seasonal affective disorder, y'all. It's real. It's
1: real. And there's a reason why the earth even has seasons. Everything has a cycle. And there is a cycle called rest and reflect. It's called winter. Do that thing. You are a part of You are an organism on the earth. You also should rest and reflect. Um, So stop. Do that first. First things first. Other things that I do in my work, because I am somebody who has navigated a lot of trauma in my life. I also am somebody who was raised in a... uh, uh, Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong? What you crying for? Ain't nothing nothing, nothing that serious? Because, you know, I came from ancestors and, and relatives and parents and grandparents to whom if they showed that something was wrong, it could literally mean life or death. If you out here crazy in the streets, the, the police will absolutely arrest you and give you a new cell to live in, right? Even if you're just having a mental break or something of that nature, right? So I have an over ability to bypass my emotion. She's also a very placement to air sign and a Pisces in her moon. Bypassing my emotions is something that's easy for me to do. So every single day, every day, every day, every day before I start anything, I make space to ask myself what all am I feeling today you know what am I pretending is there anything that needs to be said and I make space to hear me um I give myself my morning every day every day I make sure that I have time to care for myself and ritual it's morning ritual myself until I feel ritualed (laughs) and I think it's not about like checking off every single day if you journaled or checking off every single day if you meditated It's about doing the thing that makes you feel whole. And then I move through my business from a space of wholeness. 90% of the time. There is 10% of the time where the world is on fire and I got to do it anyway. But 90% of the time, I give myself the space to return to wholeness before I do anything else. I also make space to do my spiritual practices. I do my work. Um, I don't talk about it if I'm not being about it. And when I notice that I have the pendulum swing, because as entrepreneurs, that happens for us, right? You get in a mood, in, in, a, in a, a mode of being super-duper spiritual, maybe super in your feminine, however you want to call that, super-duper. Um, you have a lot of time to invest in pulling the cards and sitting with yourself and doing the journaling. And then there are moments when your business is in to growth and you don't really have that much time. You got 15 minutes, 10 minutes. I manage and I balance with the reality that is my life. Other big practice that I do that I think everyone should do is I make a practice with consistency to accept exactly where I'm at and send it love. It's been um, a practice of mine that I didn't really have words for. Um, but again, my brilliant client, Kira Buckley, heart checks on Wednesdays on Instagram, um, was having this conversation around this book from Daniel Laporte. I think it's... Uh, Something, something about the heart. Oh, it's such a, such a good book. But it talked about how most of our upset in life really does come from our inability to accept what's right in front of us. We will, not, we will not fully accept it. I make a practice every day to accept this is where my energy is at today and this is what I can produce based on that energy. And this is what I'm going to see is success and this is what's not. And that's okay. And then at the end of my day, I forgive myself for all the shit I didn't get done it's a to-do list that's never-ending. She's an entrepreneur. Hello? There's a thousand things you can continue to get done. But I, I accept in the morning and I make sure to forgive myself at night. And I think everybody can do
0: a practice of that. I love that. And I think I, what I love the most is that, like, you specified there's no time. Because I think, especially if you're on Instagram constantly and you're looking at these other coaches, one the spirit of comparison kicks in and when you're looking at this other coach that's like I spend an hour every day I work out for an hour I journal for 30 minutes and they have this rigid time and then you have entrepreneurs like me like you were talking about how you don't have time all in the day and we're totally different like you don't have time for different reasons that I don't have time like I have a two-year-old going on 22 right now. Well, she's not even two. I keep saying she's two, y'all. She's not two. She's just trapped in a tall two-year-old's body. But she is still one. So I wake up every day and I don't always have the time. And I think that forgiving is... So important because you get that mom guilt, especially when you don't have the time or I get the guilt when I feel like my assistants are waiting on me in the morning time. And I'm like, oh, but I just need a few more minutes to me. And just giving yourself that space and that permission, like that permission to like not have to constantly be on a schedule, not have to, like, if you only work out 10 minutes a day, like, girl, you got it in. And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we get all these different kinds of guilt. Like, we just had um, the episode before yours is Liat Nadler. Like, you know who Leah is, and they now know who Leah is. But we were talking about, like, these guilts that we have as women, the guilt that we have as mom, and then there's this overall guilt as entrepreneurs, and I feel like it's all based on time. So I think that's so powerful that you broke that down in a sense of like, there doesn't have to be any sort of time. You're going to wake up, you're going to go to bed. That's your time frame right there. And I think that is absolutely just beautiful, because we're built like, we think we have to be these robots. As entrepreneurs, and we don't necessarily need that. We don't have to be that. We don't like the thing right now, especially when you're looking at other coaches and this, that, and other, you're looking at other entrepreneurs, it's like, um, oh, excuse me, y'all, forgive me. (laughs) When you're looking at entrepreneurs, you are stuck in this mode of like, everyone is doing this, everyone has time except for me and that starts to beat you down after a while like that it becomes work in itself to keep up with your own freaking schedule
1: look and that's another key piece that you just mentioned in here make a schedule that's based on you you <laughs> these uh, blonde blue-eyed sitting on a yacht i only work for four hours a day magnetism coaches one are lying most of the time. Two, um <laughs> don't have kids. They're not dealing with your level of trauma. They, they don't have your certain circumstances. This is again where we come back to that conversation: is don't plug and play your life from something one that's based in social media that's not reality, and two that doesn't fit for you. Customize your schedule based on your needs, your goals, your business outputs, but that's also kind to your nervous system. And sometimes that means that the goals have to look different. You may not be able to make hundred thousand dollars in a month in the next month. You may not. It may look like it's going to take you three to six because that's what's necessary for you to have wellness in the process. Because I promise you, once your nervous system is calm and you're well, everything that is naturally magnetized to you will start to come in. You're literally cutting off the universe's ability to co-create with you when you're trying to do somebody else's model and you're fucking exhausted doing it. It's like there's literal gems that the universe is attempting to swoop in, put a jetpack on your back and support you running to, toward your dreams. But you're over here running somebody else's model and exhausted in the process. So you can't even hear the messages. That doesn't work. And it, it's worth discovering a schedule that works well for you. And I think from a productivity perspective, when we get down to the logistics, she's a coach at the end of the day. So I'm like to give you some framework around your day. If a to-do list doesn't work for you, put goals, outcomes, and, um, tasks in a, uh, on a big post-it and know everything that you've got to get done for the month. And then every day come to that post-it and go, what feels good to do? And start there, start there. It's an easy practice to start to get yourself in tuned to your energetic frequency and what works what feels good to you. And even before that, start doing things that feel good to you and be thinking through how you can shift, adjust, outsource the things that don't.
0: Yes. Okay. So final bite of the fruit. What message do you want to leave the listeners? What? There's like, y'all. if y'all ain't got nothing out of this so far, then I genuinely do recommend the whole quitting thing because Portia just gave it to us. Like, oh, my God. I, like, I'm completely leaned in right now, literally leaned in, like couldn't even take a screenshot because my face is too close to the monitor right now <laughs> recording this. But what is your final bite of the fruit um, before we leave the garden today?
1: Ah, Okay, Um, you can absolutely have your dream impact and not hate yourself or the process along the way. You deserve joy and use joy as a driver for building your business practices.
0: I love that, Portia. Thank you. Like, so y'all, and just so you know, like this is not podcast Portia either. This is Portia all day every day. Like she literally will give it to you straight just like this and then tell you how much she loves you. I receive it. I see it with her other clients. I see it with the clients that we share. I see the difference in the clients that we share after they have a talk with Portia because they come back and they tell me like, I talked with Portia today. Portia checked on me today. So, How does someone find you, follow you, work with you? Do you have an offer out there that we can take advantage of? All the things.
1: I adore you, Eve. Look, let my, my my business miss come. I love you. I will love you up, but I'm gonna tell you when it's off.
0: That part. <laughs> she's the ring, she's me. like the rich auntie too. She's like the rich auntie that gives it to you straight at the barbecue. <laughs> you better
1: claim my wealth. You better. I am absolutely the rich auntie at the barbecue. Yes. <laughs> I will tell you about yourself. Love you and slide you twenty dollars. Hello. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Instagram at Portia dot the creator. Come find me over there. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, Portia Michelle is where you will find me on Facebook. i constantly putting out new fun opportunities um, to discover oneself at a deeper level. I also, at the current moment in time, um, am creating one-on-one opportunities to um support clients and folks who are moving through this um, by I am starting to take conversations now And we are looking at the top of the year to have our first launches Um, around that. If you are looking for mentorship in the different areas of your business and making a plan that actually works for you, that you really fuck with. Hit me up. Come DM me on Facebook. Come DM me on Instagram. Um, And we can have a conversation and hear if there's something that's in my wheelhouse that I think will support you. I will absolutely point you in that direction and would love the opportunity to mentor you if you feel like this is for you we are also launching a Facebook group at the top of the year. This is a Facebook group that is all about telling the real of what it takes to run an impact-driven business sharing resources with one another, talking self-discovery work, um, having real conversations about what it takes to hold impact-driven business at this time in this current state. So be on the lookout for that. I'm stoked to get to meet more of you um, and hear more about the ways that you all are holding yourselves, your teams, your families at this time and navigating this new business landscape that we're all in and playing in and trying to survive and thrive in. So
0: those are the ways to find me. See, she's she's an aggregator. When I met her, they told me she was an accountability coach. But this group right here, y'all, when I tell y'all Portia knows the people that knows the people that you need to know if you can get in this, not if you can get in this group. When you get in this group, I promise you, your life is going to change. Just the people that I've met through Portia each individual down to her office manager has completely changed my life like when you get in this group your life is going to be changed and I don't say that with any type of lightness whatsoever so before we leave the garden for the day you guys know where to find me on instagram at n a n even, uh, sorry, at A-N underscore even underscore focus on Facebook, Carrot Eve Thompson hyphen Martin. Got that wing, y'all. And you can sign up to my mailing list. Just click the link in my Instagram bio. I have all the goods coming out. And once Portia does her red pin act on me and does what she does and helps me create this perfect offer that's coming out on December 15th. I can't wait to share it with you all. So until next time, I'll see you in the garden.